Well, look, folks, Friday was not great. Um, we were we were averaging about 88 points a game, and we scored 58. Everything that could went wrong, that could go wrong, did go wrong. Um, you know, I don't. I, it it obvious is ugh, it's obvious it did not cost us a seed because we're recording on Selection Sunday. The bracket just got done about 15 minutes ago, and uh, for once. It feels like we totally we didn't totally get bent over by the selection committee. I mean, I'll let you guys after I say this. I think we have a shot at the Sweet Sixteen. Let me start by saying, um, you guys know I am a news anchor uh, in Northeast Michigan, a small little market here. Uh, we had some time at the end of the show, and we kind of <laughs> and me and my co-host kind of riffed about, uh, um. You know, I made fun of Michigan for losing and missing the tournament, whatever. And I said, yeah, we got Ohio State tomorrow. We're going to take care of business. I should have known with how Michigan State's bipolar season has gone that playing the 13-seeded, sub-500, three games in three days, Ohio State team without their best player would just essentially outplay Michigan State wire to wire. And that we'd revert to just January type shooting where he shot three of 16 from three. I, I completely will take credit for it. It's like Sheehan did with the Iowa game where he said, the, said they won the game and then that blew it. And he's, he took credit. I'll do the same thing. Um, yeah. Uh, come on. Like the way that Michigan state ended the season was very, very strong. The way they were shooting the ball, the confidence they were playing with. And then they just get played off the floor by a team. That's not very good. And I should, and you know, I should have known that. I think we all should have known that. We were very positive on this podcast last week. Um, I think we still kind of are. I don't think it's, you know, this game dampened our spirits a ton. Oh, it dampened my spirits. All right. I'll let you go. I, I issued my apology. So, you know, it, I, I said this on Twitter after the game, Izzo said he needed to, uh, quote unquote, find his guys. The NCAA tournament starts on Wednesday. So you better start looking, I guess. I don't know. Tear the couch apart. Turn the mattress over. uh, Maybe look under the rug. uh, Because you don't have a lot of time left to find your fucking guys, dude. Like, that video here, like I said, I I, I also tweeted this um, from the Bacon Wire account. Uh. AJ's going to drop 25 and 10 in the in the game against USC. And then Tom is going to bring that video up specifically as a reason why social media is toxic and garbage and bullshit. And then AJ is going to lay the fattest fucking egg against Marquette. Six points, seven. It's written in the stars. And we'll talk about the wider bracket. uh, But I'm going to lay this out there right now. If Michigan State makes it out of the first weekend, I will literally eat my words. I will print out a piece of paper that says Michigan State will not make it past the first weekend of the 2023 NCAA tournament, and I will fucking eat it live on the podcast. I do not believe in this team at all. Just straight out. I'm I'm like, MSU Athletics have done so much to just make me a pessimistic asshole. I feel like staying in that episode of South Park where everything becomes shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so out. I'm so out on this team. I'm so out. 
And I think I think the football season turning sour kind of I mean it's not like a direct impact. It didn't help. It, it didn't help. help. No. No. Yeah. So I did some I did some uh research research by just type just googling things. Isn't that what research is? Yes. Uh on USC our opponent that we'll be facing was it Thursday or Friday? Friday. Friday. I'm guessing okay. Friday like at noon or, or three o'clock. They All haven't right. even released the fucking times yet. They do an hour long reveal and they don't even get I times. I think the times aren't coming out till like tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus, if we're fun. in Columbus, Ohio, we're probably playing at like noon or three o'clock. Oh, I don't want to play a day game. We're 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 deaf. I think we're a day game, but you never know. I could be wrong. But oh, USC, wow. yeah, but USC is the 36th Ken Palm team. Uh, their leading scorer is Boogie Ellis. He averages 18 a game and mm. uh, and uh, shoots it at close to 40 percent from three. Mm. Uh, they also so he Drew... will not miss. He will not. Yeah, miss no. Uh, so Drew Drew Peterson is also a solid player. He's a he's an upperclassman, so he's an experienced guy. Uh, he's a shot creating wing. Uh, Big tw- uh, sorry, USC is the third Pac-12 scoring team at close to 73 a game. They sh- don't shoot it at the greatest three point percentage, just 34 and a half as a team. Um, there's also a couple other good players on their team. Kobe Johnson, younger brother of Atlanta Hawks forward, Jalen Johnson wanted to get that in there. Um, they allow the seventh most points in the pac 12. I think Ohio state is actually a better defensive team than USC. Um, they have some good wins. They beat, uh, UCLA on January 26, 77 to 64. So one of those two seeds, Um, but they did drop a game to Oregon state uh, a couple weeks later. They also beat Auburn in December. So I just think the way that Michigan state is just so up and down, I won't completely dismiss USC, but I think there are some favorable matchups for Michigan state. Uh, It just depends on how, how they play, how they show up. You know, you could get the, Michigan State team that showed up the past couple weeks, or you could get the one we saw on Friday. We just don't know. And that's where I think the nerves come from for me. Yeah, I I can see the concern. Um, I mean, I've never been really one to get butthurt over the Big Ten tournament or worked up. It, it sucked on Friday. I'm not excusing it. But, I mean, if we're to have a dud in March, like a pretty bad dud, I'd be okay with that. Um, is it cool that we lost to a team playing its third game in about not even 72 hours, like 60 hours? No, that's not ideal. But, I mean, it's March. Crazy shit happens. And we were just the victim. And what what's scared – I think they're going to Sweet 16. I think they can. But um, A.J. Hallgard is – yeah, he is the key – and that that video concerns me with him and Izzo, but you know, I I hope it was just like, you know, I had a shitty day. You know, we're gonna lose. I'll take my my verbal lashing and move on. But you know, it's like Tyson and Joey are so such important players. But like, if AJ isn't on his A game, this team just cannot function, and that's that's so weird. Like it. It shouldn't be that way, but he's just so pivotal. So here, here's my thing with AJ. Okay, like I don't, I don't think that's the first time that they've had that exact same conversation. 
just not yeah. captured like that. Right. I think this was the first time it was probably captured, but that's not the first time they've had that conversation. I mean, like to look that disengaged in a in a winner go home game is just it's inexcusable. Like this is AJ's third year on the program. He's been running he's been running point guard since he walked onto campus, okay? You're going to have a guy next year who is an athletic freak who is going to want to ball the fuck out. You're going to have Jerry Spears chomping at your ankles. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be Trey Holloman. We'll let him get acclimated and see what happens. No. Jeremy Fears is going to come for minutes day one. And for you to look like you don't give a shit and to just be like, yeah, bro, okay, as is a as a Hall of Fame coach is trying to coach you is, is fucking bullshit. I don't care the scenario. I don't care... I don't care that like the game was already over. I don't care that it was just like I don't care that 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 the mentality was it's March, fuck it. You know, it's like the Big Ten tournament, fuck it, we're in. We don't need it. Right? Titus said it on his show. It feels like Izzo only gives a shit about the Big Ten tournament like once every five years. <laughs> like they yeah. lose the first round game and Izzo's like you can almost see like a like a bit of relief on his face that he has extra time to prepare for the tournament. It didn't feel like that because like, I don't know if it was just like me wanting another shot at Purdue or if it was just like the fact that they lost to a team like Ohio state. Right. That made, that made it feel worse. I just don't know. So like that video is obviously concerning. Um, I think they'll win on Friday and then lose on Sunday. And then we'll be back here doing a postmortem, uh, just, just creaming our jeans over Xavier Booker highlights. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Welcome, Mr. Landis. Our number one fan. <laughs> number, number two. One. Number two the fan. Number one. two fan. Yeah, the oldest yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, well, we draw we got USC. How are you feeling? I'm asking you, Me? My, my own father. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We. I mean, we're you know eventually we're going to get to play them, but you know regularly. But I don't know. That's true. Yeah. You just never know what team's going to show up. That's yeah. That's kind of what I said. But I guess better question is, did you watch against Ohio State on Friday? Yeah. Most say, tell me your thoughts on that one. Oh, I just, I didn't get to what I, well, I got to watch the second half. I didn't get to watch the first half, but um, I thought they were going to pull a, you know, a Rutgers second half, like, you know, yeah, but they, they got a little momentum and then it just went away. The Kohler blown layup. That's what changed everything. Oh, yeah, we cut it to 36-34, and I'm sitting there like, yes, here it is. I was like, okay, yep, we're taking control of this game. We're back. And then all of a sudden, Ohio State hits like two threes. I'm like, all right, not interested anymore. I'm just going to – I'm just going to – gets called for an illegal screen, and I'm just like not interested, thank. Yep, I don't want to be – I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> yeah, when I got back to eight, like just like that, I'm like, nope. 
okay, the emotion is gone. Like I'm like, okay, drain the emotion. Do you do the uh do you do the the Jerry Seinfeld? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> at work, I was at work watching it and just like soon as soon I think it was uh likely or so whoever yeah. hit that second three to put them back up eight. I just went and shut the lights off work, just like all right, I'm out. <laughs> but then like an like a psycho, I was listening on the way home, like just like still so pissed off. Like they cut it to six. I'm like, don't do this to me. Just get your ass kicked. Like just take your whooping and let's go. Like don't give don't give those people that went to this game hope. And sure enough, they didn't. Like that. I just I remember thinking when right before the game started, I saw that Sensabon wasn't playing, and I'm like, oh, okay. We get are we getting lucky here? And then like that thought kind of creeps in your head as an MSU fan, like someone's gonna come out of nowhere or like one of their three, four, five guys is gonna light us up and sure shit they did. Bruce like, Thornton, come on Rock. down. Gale. Gale, Gale had like dude. five three. He was like no, he was three of three from three. Yeah, he he hit some pretty crazy shots. That guy was beating us all year. Every game wow. we played against them, that dude did everything he could. Um like I, I think we I, I think out of the draw we could have asked for, I don't think it could have been better. Like we could have yeah. been, we could they have didn't been do out. anything to get them a better draw. Like they literally didn't do anything to give themselves and a better draw. You know what makes me think is that even if we beat Ohio State on Friday and lose to Purdue on Saturday, I don't I don't think we're getting a better draw. I don't think we're getting a better no. unless we win the Big Ten tournament. I don't or even just beating Purdue on Saturday probably bumps us to a we probably get Kentucky six seed, if anything, or we get the Iowa State six seed. I don't know. But I wonder what seven we were. I oh, think I heard oh. we were like. I bet we were probably the third seven. I think they were the third seven. I kind we of were definitely we were. above Missouri. I, I would be shocked if we weren't. But Texas A&M had a nice little run, and Northwestern was the better Big Ten team. So yeah, we were probably the twenty seventh overall team. Um, yeah. So we can go into the bracket talk if we want. Um, I I really haven't taken a deep dive yet, obviously, of who I think is going to win it. But the West. I'll start off with this. We can talk. We'll do the East last. Let's the go West, with the West first. The West is fucking insane. I mean, this is ridiculous. Like group of death. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought we were going to get the seventh seed in the West. I'm like, oh, okay, we're not even going to make it. <laughs> 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 Arkansas Illinois is a really intriguing matchup because I I I don't think I think they match up well size wise, but I don't think Illinois has the athletes to hang with Arkansas. Musselman's going to beat him. Arkansas has also Arkansas has two top ten NBA draft picks with Anthony Black and Nick Smith. Um, so I don't I don't see that. I don't see I, Illinois. Now. I've watched a few Arkansas games this year. Um, I, I'm I'm a bit worried about their discipline. They're they're very they're very hacky, and they get they pick up a lot of stupid fouls and they pick up a lot of stupid texts. So and that's in the SEC where like the refs kind of know it's coming. So if they get like a Big Ten crew, they are just absolute. Well, they won't get a Big Ten crew because they're playing a Big Ten team. But no. like with a crew who's like not acclimated to that like it could get ugly foul wise you mean you mean if credit somewhat but... aren't brain dead kind of 
the Big Ten is just a cut above the rest of college basketball when it comes to awful officiating. I mean, Look any at- of the top four seeds in this region, if you told me they the next. Championship, heartedly, I would lead it. VCU, which could very well be a VCU upset. And UConn and Bull. Yeah, they're going to go after him, too. There's going to be some interesting uh, coaching movement. I mean, TCU, I mean, TCU, Northwestern, like this is, this is the deepest region I I can remember. I don't remember a region that like was this deep where like, if you told me the top four seeds were national champions, I'd believe you. And if you told me the tops, one of the top seven teams made it to the elite eight, I'd, I'd be inclined to believe you also. I mean, th- this is just like a stacked, stacked, stacked region. I could see TCU beating Gonzaga. I could. I could. I could very well see that. Um, they've been a little inconsistent. Um, there's some there's some weird things going on within the program. An assistant coach stepped away. Um, hmm. Jamie Dixon, apparently there's some verbal abuse stuff happening. I don't know. Uh, hmm. uh so let's let's keep it on that side of the bracket. Let's go up to the Midwest. Okay, who do you, who do you think is going to win the West? The West. The West? I mean, I'm it gonna... depends. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say Kansas. I just think I would have they... thought UCLA could, but they lost that kid Jalen Clark, who's yeah. one of their better players. So I would have to think Kansas does. I honestly think UConn. Also, okay, I was listening to them on the selection show, and like I forgot what it was, but Seth Davis was all like, "Oh, I hate that Houston got the, I hate that Houston got the one in the Midwest because if Kansas got this, Kansas would have got to play in Kansas City." And I'm just like, "Oh, boo hoo! The defending champs have to prove it. Poor them. Give me a break. They're not going to have any issue with with where they're playing. No, I don't know. Fine. Yeah, I." I, this is a stack group. I think UConn makes it out. I think UConn makes it out. My they biggest have... upset is Iona. I think Iona is going to Sweet 16. Rick's, Rick Pitino is going to Sweet 16, and he's going to take the St. John's job. You know, just just tell me to – just call me a fatty and boot me, Lucas. Like, what? <laughs> I, <laughs> you, UConn, UConn was like 9-0 and or no, 14-0 and or something. And then, they've got um, pieces. Kind of went to mid, you know, they were kind of just one middle of the pack. Yeah. Wait, who is who is Iota playing in this first round game? UConn. UConn suck on these nuts. (laughs) That's another one. Okay, we gotta add that. Jordan Hawkins. They got Jordan Hawkins. They got uh Donovan Klingon. That kid is filthy. I'm I'm glad he didn't go to Michigan. I'm not I'm not I don't like to discount a defending champion until I'm proven wrong. So you know, the Midwest has some really fun games too. I mean, yeah. it'd be cool to see North Iowa, North. Auburn, Miami, Drake, Texas A and M, Penn State, State is going to be appointment viewing. Absolutely fantastic. Julius and Texas, Bottle, Texas is a popular pick in this bracket. But I'm going to say, do not discount Colgate. That team is good. They are legit good. They can shoot the ball. They are one of the best shooting teams in the country. 
that so, that that Big Twelve tournament win, it definitely felt like that was kind of like Texas used everything they had left to beat Kansas. Um, I would not be surprised if that was the if that was a two fifteen upset right there. Is that they just have nothing left? They have nothing left to give. Rodney Terry's out of it. Rodney Terry's the the bag's empty, mm. and it's they just had to figure it out. Then he's definitely not getting that job. I think Colgate's underseated, man. They're just they're good. Well, they they got uh, I mean at least they made it in on like Crest, you know. I think. Hey-o. Hey-o. Um, I think I think Sensodyne really got snubbed out of this region. <laughs> I, I really think they they weren't even out they weren't even on the first four out graphic. <laughs> I believe I'm a Crest viewer or user. Uh, I think out of this group, I watch out for what I think this is a really good group for Indiana. Yeah, because Houston's going to have a dogfight out of whoever wins that eight nine game. Oh, Houston's going to. Uh, Iowa's Iowa's gonna light them up. Yep. And Auburn's gonna make it a rock fight. Ugh. Auburn and Iowa's gonna be able to speed them up. Yeah, Iowa's gonna be able, like, they have a lot of talent, but they're young, so they're mm-hmm. gonna be mistake prone. And if and if a white guy named Peyton is just absolutely raining on them, then they're <laughs> gonna they're gonna they're gonna try to force the issue and there's gonna be some turnovers. Um, I don't want to give Fran that much credit, but unfortunately I have to. And on the other side, Auburn, I mean, they are like, they will, they will fuck your shit up. They will not let, they don't let anything is going to be Houston. I think they don't let anything come easy. easy. I mean, I don't know, but they could be weak enough to where if they had to like empty the tank to get past the eight, nine game, then they run into like a Miami team. That's my pick is Miami. I think they're going to win this region. Don't discount Drake. That's a good squad right there. Yeah, Drake's a good squad. Um, like, I could see Miami-Indiana winner winning winning that region. I could see that, too. Like, that that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Like, Trace Jackson Davis has the potential to have that MOP run to the Final Four and, you know, certainly vault his draft status. I'm sure he's a top whatever pick i think he's worked his way into the first round yeah i mean he could vault he could vault himself another five to ten picks depending on how how well he does i think people are kind of sleeping on xavier sean Sean miller hometown kid you know prodigal son comes home gonna sweat in a a stacked in a stacked 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 big east this year is able to kind of is able to get him a is able to get him to a top four seed line. He's a good guy. I, I think I think if you told me Xavier was playing for the Midwest region the second weekend, I wouldn't I I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I kind of like them in that side of the bracket, to be honest. This is what I'm looking at right now is like so say Texas beats Colgate, you get the winner of Texas AM Penn State, and you're probably not in either. a dogfight with that Colgate team, because they—I'm saying—they're pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of like that upset. That's a good one, Carter. So, two fifteens are hard to call, but man. Midwest, who do we have? I'm going to say Miami. I'm going with—I'm going with Indiana. I think they're—I think they're coming out of that one. 
I I'm split between Texas and Xavier. I'm leaning Xavier. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mr. Landis? Um if if Indiana doesn't get upset in the first round, they could they could pull it out. Yeah. That's the right answer, and you know why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not in the room though, so I don't have to. Okay. She heard her back, so she's she's stuck in the room and I'll uh what I'll do at the end of us going over the bracket, I'll make a spreadsheet or I'll um I'll recruit CC's medium-sized house to make me a spreadsheet, and then we can see how right or wrong we were in our choices. If it's anything like the NFL picks, Rip, don't fade me. Fade Car- me. Carter's <laughs> going to have the best chance. With <laughs> I am terrible when it comes to college basketball brackets, though. So the South region, I mean, like Bama. this is this is the draw that the number one overall seed gets. It's Bama. <sighs> yeah. They're humming. The only thing I think Arizona could have something to say, but I I think it's a one-two elite eight. I think it's Bama. I I think they're gonna roll. They're gonna roll the final four. If if Tony Bennett, if Tony Bennett has has a couple tricks in the bag, maybe. But I don't see it. I think Charleston's winning that five-twelve game. I do too. They're going to give Virginia all they can handle. Seth Davis immediately said Charleston Sweet 16, and I, I'm i right there with him on that. Yeah, he said Furman over Virginia too, which I'm <laughs> not surprised about either. That's another upset possibility. I also just don't see it with Virginia as long as Ben Vanderplas is out because I watched them play Duke yesterday, and they looked awful. I do like Arizona, though. I think they're really good. Arizona is really good. Uh, Titus said this on his show. Kira uh, Krisa is just like an idiot sometimes. He d- yeah, he does some dumb things. He just he'll do he'll just be like, okay, watch this, and then <laughs> he has a lot of hold my beer moments. <laughs> he just That's why has I rock a, with them. Yeah, he's great because of that. But if you're an Arizona fan, you probably want to pull your hair out sometimes with with yeah. him. I imagine because. He just he can go for forty points, but he'll turn it over eight times. Yeah, makes them kind of a. Who do we like? In, who do we like in the South? I think it's Bama. It's Bama. I'm Bama's, sticking with Alabama. Bama's gonna walk. I mean, Bama is just gonna skip skip to my Lou all the way. He's yeah. You, I think we're all in, all in agreement on that, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> thank. Um, now the one that we. <laughs> care about the most <laughs> the east um i have a hot take memphis sweet 16 mm. Mm. i don't count out good. fau baby dusty may's got the boys <laughs> dusty may's got the boys humming i know they i know they've been i know they gave houston games back to back but that's kind of like a low-key rivalry and in the american in the power sit in the sixth power conference uh, quote unquote. Hmm. Uh, don't don't count out FAU. They Dusty Dusty May's building something special. But uh, I do agree. If Purdue if Purdue is going to lose in the first weekend, it is going to be to Memphis. I'm gonna love it. They they're gonna get some. Call, they're gonna get so many calls against them for Edie pushing people on the back. It he's he's gonna draw three fouls in the first half of that game. 
You ain't in Big Ten country no more. No. Painter, Painter's going to be exposed. Yeah. Larry Scarato ain't here to save you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. They they won't make this. They won't make the elite eight. No, they will not. Nobody's so, scared of Purdue. Penn State almost came back on them today. Yeah, I I mean the that the blueprints insane. the blueprints out there. You you don't let you 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 let the entry pass come at the goal line at the free at the goal line extended. You don't let Edie get to the restricted area, and you, the second he takes a dribble, you start digging. And then you just gotta cover. You just gotta cover the immediate area because he does not look for the skip pass. No. So you can bring that guy on the opposite corner in to help dig, and he will not find. He will not find him. He'll try to get it out to Braden Smith or or Fletcher, or you know, or who whatever. But you do that, and you just check Smith and Lawyer ninety two feet and. You know, they're freshman guards, they're freshman guards. Fuck them up, fuck them up, get in their head again. Say the line, Bart. He's just tall, he's just hmm. tall, he's just tall. Uh, yeah, I don't, I Purdue is definitely the most vulnerable ones. Well, them in Houston. Um, speaking of Penn State, I love and I'm not going to miss Micah Shrewsbury. He's, because he's, I don't think he's I don't think he's staying. I think he's getting another big time job. He, he's rumored to take the uh, Georgetown job. Ooh, that would be good. So I will not miss him because he is fantastic. Yeah, Jalen Pickett, Jalen Pickett, please follow him. Yes, please, for love of God, follow. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to see Jalen Pickett anymore. Uh, Oral Roberts is beating Duke, right? I don't. I don't know. Duke's really <laughs> good, man. Okay, I hope I'm a jinx. Duke's my East champion. I had them coming out too. I they're they're gonna pull off some bullshit run because I thought you know they were losing these games early and I'm like oh yeah Shire's not hot shit and then everybody gets healthy then everybody gets healthy and they roll the the ACC tournament and I'm just sitting here like are we gonna deal with another thirty year run like am I gonna be in my late sixties going. Yeah, Duke's owned me my entire life, like telling my grandkids this. Like, I mean, I don't think he – it's it's hard to replicate Coach K, but I could totally see Duke repeating as a Final Four team. I, I think they're going to win this division. They're, they're going to – They have – Tennessee, no, no way. Rick Barnes, no thanks. See you, Bozo. Tennessee, they're losing to Louisiana. They're losing to Louisiana. I think they're so, not, too. They're not even going to make it to the weekend. If they had Zakai Ziggler, I'd say they'll beat Louisiana and then lose the next matchup they play. But I don't even think I think without him, Louisiana they're gonna they're gonna win that one. If you're if you're a Tennessee fan and you're planning on traveling to the first and second round games, don't. I would recommend against that. But if you're going to, um, pack light because you won't be there long. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Rick Barnes is a fucking loser. I don't know. Rick Barnes couldn't win a national title with fucking Kevin Durant. Like, if that's not proof enough. And who beat him with Kevin Durant? Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, yep. if you can't win a national title with Kevin Durant, you're you're not a good coach. Um, you're you're second bit. You have to rely on you have to rely on Vesuvi or whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, Santiago Vescovi. Yeah, you have to rely on Santiago Vescovi and like basically no one else. 
You're not going that far. You're not going that far. You're you're I, losing. This is this is a four thirteen upset. I, I'm willing to lock it in. Honestly, I was gonna say we should do like we should all have like our our yeah. our uh, region winners and biggest upset. That's what I'm writing down. I'm writing down our regional winners, champion, and we could put yep. runner up too. Fuck it, we'll put runner up, and then our our best upset, like our our prime upset pick. Okay, so. So the only the only team out of this region I think can I think can kind of stop the Duke can kind of stop the Duke dominance is is Kansas State. Um I love what Jerome Tang's building in Manhattan. Um they play out know what you're getting out of Kansas State. They will fuck your shit up. I mean they played hard they play clean, and they remind me a lot of like the best Tom Mizzo teams. They like to play fast. They like to get out on the break. They like to they like to make the extra pass. Um, you know, this kid. If you're a Michigan State fan and you're like me, where you're like, okay, it's going to be a quick trip for us. Uh, I would recommend jumping on the Kansas State bandwagon because anyone you're going to go for you're going Duke for a ride. You're going for a ride. Anyone but Duke or Purdue, I'm fine winning this region. Do you, have, do you have Kansas State making a run then? Uh, I think Kansas State is my East champion. Okay. Ooh. I was going to write you down for that. I got Duke as my East champion. I think we could also do like team that you could see make a big run. Sleeper? Mine, yes. Mine is seven-seeded Missouri. I like that squad a lot. Dennis Gates, if, a lot of for the same reasons that Spartan Dog just said about Kansas State. Dennis Gates is building really well at Missouri. I love Kobe Brown. I love uh, Des Moines Hodge. That team is great. Like they, I watched them play Tennessee. Wow. They answered every big bucket with another big bucket. They have all the pieces that it takes to get hot and go on a run. That That is my team. I And that's the team that is probably going to disappoint me because like last year, <laughs> conveniently enough, I had USC as a team I thought was making a run to the Final Four. Um, and then the year before that, it was Texas year before that it was 2019 Kansas state that got beat in the first round. I'm, I'm riding with Missouri. That's my, that's my sleeper, I guess. My sleeper. Um, my team that I think can make a run, you know what? I'm going to ride. I'm going to ride with, I'm going to ride with Julius. Hmm. I'm gonna ride with Julius. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Texas A&M, thought, even though I picked. You know, I think they can. I think they can ride to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, I have Xavier winning the winning the region, so you know that's a there's a conflict of interest. Um, but I really, really, really like. I I like Buzz Williams. Um, the suit vest is is always interesting. I don't. I don't get it, but I'm not I'm not Buzz Williams, so I don't have to get it. Oh my god, did um, you see Buzz's suit vest? He's still wearing it. <laughs> he's still wearing it. Um I you know Julius Marble has like found himself. I'm I'm really happy for him. Um <laughs> I there are times where I feel like Dewey Cox's dad, Rob Center transfer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, there are, there are times where I feel, but I understand that he didn't transfer for more playing time or right. 
or anything like that. He transferred to be closer to family. That is what it is. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad he found a role, and I'm glad he found himself. Yep. Um, he deserves it. I always loved him at MSU, um, even if I felt he wasn't playing up to his potential most of the time. But yeah, I I love this Texas A&M team. I think they could do some damage. I think they could probably bust my bracket if they're not careful. If I'm not careful, I've got I've got the dribbler. Um, I got Rick Pitino. I got Iona. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride them a little bit. Nice. I I think they're gonna make some noise, and you know I'm not go I'm not trying to go against SD Pick and UConn just to go against him. I just saw their draw and I saw how UConn's been lately, and I think Iona could be a pretty tough out for for this at least until they get to Kansas, and then yeah, it's curtains. My upset is as uh, Colgate over Texas, right? Yeah, I'll write it down. That's that's mine. Who okay, so let's just so I can make sure I got everything. Uh Carter, who do you have winning the West? Uh yeah, the West. The West, I have Kansas coming out of the West. Okay, Spartan Dog? I have Yukon. That's right, Yukon. I have Kansas, Mr. Landis. Who do you think is going to win the West? West. Kansas. Kansas. Okay. Midwest, I think, Carter, you said Indiana, right? Yep. Uh, SD, Xavier. Yep. Mr. Landis, you said Indiana, right? Yeah. Me too. Or no, I went Miami. Yeah, I'm a dumbass. South, <laughs> South, we're all in agreement. Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Alabama, yeah. Um, East. But they're going to see Missouri. East, Carter and I have Duke. SD, you have Kansas State. Who do you got, Mr. Landis? You going to pick our boys? I think they're going to make a run. Okay. They, they might not win it, but I think they're going to make a run. Um, I'd probably say Kansas State. Okay. I'd probably say out of that, out of all those, I'd, yeah, probably Kansas State. Yeah, that could be a fun Sweet 16 matchup if we made it to there. To, to yeah. Kansas. That'd be pretty cool to watch. Um, all right, we'll do upsets first. Okay, Carter's got Colgate over Texas. I got to look at it a little bit. I might steal one of your guys. Well, actually, I'm just going to pick Iona over UConn since that's my sleeper. Um, SD, what do you have? Uh, Louisiana over Tennessee. That's right. Even though I don't know if that qualifies as an upset because Rick Barnes is a fucking loser. Well, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a lower seed beating a higher seed. It feels like cheating. You know what I mean? I mean, another easy one is probably like Charleston over SD State or uh, Furman. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Could get saucy. I could get saucy and pick Fairleigh Dickinson or Texas Southern over Purdue. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yes. What What do you think, Mister Landis? Um, I I think Vermont could beat Marquette. Ooh. Okay. Hey, the catamounts, though, they are always catamounts. They're always tough. The cardiac cats. Yeah, that was a good game they played too, Saturday. I watched that. Um, won a parlay because of them, which was nice. Um, nice. And then sleeper pick Carter has seven seed Missouri. SD has seven seed Texas A&M. I have thirteen seed Iona. Um, Mr. Landis, who do you have as a sleeper team? I'm going to be a homer. MSU. Yeah. Okay. I love it. We got to got to represent somewhere. That's right. Uh, okay. 
Who do we have in our championship game and the winner? Carter. Okay, so out of the West, I have Kansas against Indiana out of the Midwest. Um, I think with that one, Indiana's going to give them everything they can, but just come up short. Kansas is going to be my championship game from that side. And then Alabama taking on Duke, I think experience is going to uh, – is going to play a factor here for Duke, and I've got Duke Kansas in my championship game. Who's your winner? Sort of a storybook, not so much. Shire's team, first year as head coach, he gets it done. Just like Hubert Davis almost did last year. Yeah. Oh, kill, oh, Kermit falling off the building gif if that happens. Most outstanding player, Jeremy Roach. Jeremy Roach, okay. Uh, SD. So I have um, Xavier out of the Midwest, UConn out of the West. I think UConn wins that game. Um, I think Bobby Hurley uh, outcoaches Sean Miller. Bobby um, Bleep Hurley. I don't know how many shirts Sean Miller is going to go through in that cool. game. Um, it will set a record. I do know that for <laughs> sure. Um Alabama out of the South, Kansas State out of the East. Uh, Alabama's just got too many shooters. <laughs> uh, so um, Alabama, UConn National Championship game, I have Alabama. You have an MOP or you really don't? Uh, MOP, Brandon Miller. You've got Brandon Miller Carmeloing his way, huh? Yep. All right. I mean, he could do it, man. He is so filthy. In, in more ways than one. Um, he's locked and loaded. He's ready to go. Got, he's got got in the chamber, ready to go. Um, me. Okay, so I have Duke, Bama, Miami, Kansas. I'm going Kansas and Alabama. And I think I got to go contradictory to SD. Not just to, not to just both pick Bama. I think Kansas is going to repeat. Um, their MOP. I don't know who it would be yet. I gotta look at. I gotta look at the roster. Grady Dick. You picking the Dick? Randy Dick. Grady Dick. Grady Could Dick. be Grady Dick. Jalen sure. Wilson. Sure, I'll just pick that just for the name. And we're gonna end it with Mr. Landis. Who you got? Who you got winning? Who you got your title game and winner? Uh, you gotta remind him of his Final Four. Indiana, Kansas. Um, Alabama and Kansas State, Kansas State, uh, Kansas, it, Indiana and Kansas State, and I got Kansas State. Wow, wow, drone tank, the octagon of doom. <laughs> you want, do you want Carter to tell to give you an MOP? Sure, because I have no idea. <laughs> Keontae Johnson, I don't know. Okay, I'll write that down. Write that down. Um, okay, so I'll do a quick recap, and we can talk about whatever else, and then I got to go for my wife's Super Bowl, a.k.a. the Oscars. Um, in in the West, uh, Carter, I'm just going to replay. Okay, Carter. So Carter's got um, – God, I can't read my own handwriting. Kansas in the, Kansas in the West, Indiana Midwest, Bama South, Duke in the East, he has Kansas versus Duke in the title game. Duke is your champion. And the MOP is uh, Roche, right? 
Jeremy Roche. Yep. Jeremy Roche. Um, Spartan Dog 97 has UConn out of the West, Xavier Midwest, Bama in the South, Kansas State in the East. UConn versus Bama title game. Brandon Miller shoots their way to the MOP as Alabama wins the national championship for Nathan Oates. One time, hopeful Izzo replacement. Right place, <laughs> right place, right time for Alabama. Yep. <laughs> what what, what if they said that? We were just at the right place at the right time. Like, oh. <laughs> that would be like when Bill Self uh, did like the fake money launcher at like the Midnight Madness event as he was being investigated for paying recruits. He just leans into it. Yeah. He just makes a bunch of shooting puns. Um, okay. Mr. Landis has Kansas out of the West, Indiana Midwest, Bama South, and Kansas State out of the East. Probably the most creative title game um, outside of SD with the UConn. Indiana and Kansas State in the national championship game, and the Wildcats from Manhattan, Kansas, win what I would imagine is their first national championship. Um, It's got to be. Then me, I have Kansas in the West, Miami in the Midwest, Bama in the South, Duke in the East, and I have Kansas and Alabama in the national title game. I don't like to count the defending champion, especially if they're a one seed again and rule them out. I've got Kansas winning the national championship with uh, Grady Dick as the MOP. And uh, Mr. Lance had Deontay Johnson as the MOP for Kansas State. Upsets, Carter's got 15 seed Colgate taking down the Longhorns of Texas. Underseeded. SD has... um, yeah, no, I can, I'm just looking for it on here. Um, 13C Louisiana taking down the highly overrated Rick Barnes in Tennessee. Um, Mr. Landis has 15C Vermont Catamounts upsetting who we would could play in round two, the two seeded Marquette, uh, whatever their Golden Eagles, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm like Marquette, whatever their low, whatever their mascot is. Um, mine is the dribblers from Iona, um, Iona Gales, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, beating the four seated Yukon Huskies. I just have a, I just have a hate boner for Yukon ever since that elite eight game. It's just, it's never going to go away for me until Izzo wins another title. I, it's like nothing personal with them. I just, I can't do it. Like it just, especially how Kevin Ali was just a bum after that pisses me off so much. Um, sleepers Carter has seven seed Missouri making a nice little run. SD has our boy Julius Marble at Texas AM, seven seed on the Midwest making a run. Um, Mr. Landis has our boys, our Spartan dogs in the green and white making a run. And uh, I've got the 13 seed Iona, and that about wraps that up. Um, so like is, I don't know what else there is left to talk about the tournament. I mean, we can talk about it all day. I'm just, I'm so <laughs> pumped for. I'm so pumped for to. It's just great to be. It's the best time of the year. If you want a principal play, uh, Providence, yeah. Providence, Kentucky under. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Ed Cooley. Ed Cooley is a muck it up coach. 
this Kentucky team, Kaysen uh, <clears throat> Kaysen Wallace and Savion Wheeler, who knows what they're going to be like. Um, you know, I, they're they're going to lean heavy on Shibway. Uh Providence is going to Providence is going to let it fly. There's going to be a lot of bricks. There's going to be a lot of chaos. Um, this is probably going to be like a 9:50 p.m. game. Oh. Uh, take the under in Kentucky Providence. I'll take the under and go to sleep. Yeah, I'm there not, you go. I'm not watching it. Well, I'm sleepy, watching it. sleepy Whitney. My Cassie's baby shower is Saturday at 11 a.m. Mm. And I have to go. I'm saying that very quietly because I think she can hear me. Um, I was, like, I was like, well, I can come help you set up, and I'm going to go home. And she's like, for what? I'm like, <clears throat> for <laughs> excuse me. For what? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, and then when she told me the date, I'm like, thanks for booking it during March Madness. And I got like the death glare. And it's from 11 to 2. So I'm like, all right, I can just watch the games on my phone there or something. Cause I'm not going to, you know, it's her party. I'm just like, oh man. Is it a, is it a couple shower or is it just? No, no but I'm going to go. Yeah. She wants me there. And I get to see a bunch of my family that I don't, my family, my friends. Um, my sister's partners that I don't haven't seen much, so it's a nice excuse to see. Like, oh shit! What? Uh, so the the tip times for the tip times for the first round are out. W- okay, well, let me guess. We're playing seven thirty Friday night. Twelve oh. Friday. Oh, we got a noon game. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna take a long lunch at work and go watch it then. At a there's a bar right by my work. I'm. I think I know You're going to a bar at noon on St. Patrick's Day. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> well, I'm just watching it at work then. I'm gonna take an early lunch, grab food, and and literally sit in my office like with a do not disturb sign for an hour and watch the game. Oh damn it! <laughs> yeah, I I knew it was St. Patty's Day. I'm like, oh, so we can go to a bar. Oh, that's out of the table. Um, uh, you might be all right at noon. Yeah. Ooh, I don't. Seven. No. A lot of people love day drinking, though, on, on St. Patrick's Day, Mr. Well, Landis. That's Mr. Landis, you've heard of Knob Hill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where I'd go. So I, I might go drive by, scope it out. There you go. And see if I can see if I can get to a get to like the bar area where I can watch like the game right there. Um, okay. I just gave away my location on Friday. That's not good. Um, <laughs> so I do want to take a little bit of time and laugh at uh, Michigan. You know, ah. oh, shit. you know, you thought, you thought you'd get in at 17 and 15. Um, you thought beating us um, pretty much a month ago was going to make you a lock for the tournament. Yeah. It was a quad one win. And yeah, it was your best one year. Good for you. But uh, eat shit. You didn't get in. And don't blow a huge lead to Rutgers. And, like, what? What, they go four for 21 in the second half on Thursday. Yikes. And you know what else is funny? Rutgers didn't fucking get in either. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I thought they were in. I really thought they were going to get in. I thought they would be sweating today. Like, I thought they'd be a playing team, but I thought they would get in. I'm like, oh, shit. Rutgers, Rutgers got left out. How pissed? How pissed do you think 
How pissed do you think Nance is that the first game he gets to call is Maryland, West Virginia? Oh, God. In Birmingham, Alabama. It's probably better. I can't believe Nance agreed. I can't believe I can't believe they one put Nance there and two, like he agreed to do that. He was probably wanting to call Duke, right? Duke or Kansas. Yeah. He's in so he's in Kansas's region. Or no, he's in Alabama's region. Yeah, he he's gonna be for the first weekend he'll be there. Do you know who yeah. we got? Uh yes, we have Mm. Um, Catalan and Lapis. Good. I like Catalan. I like them. Okay. Jamie Erdahl on the on the sideline. Okay. Sweet. I like that. So we're playing at 12:15, so that would mean Marquette's probably like 30 minutes after our game ends. Uh actually Are they night game? Marquette is playing on third Marquette's playing at 2:45. So yeah. Yeah, so they're right after us. They're right after. Yep, that's usually how like within our bracket. Oh, okay. Hmm. I like that. Um interesting. 12 15 p.m. Friday. I don't mind it. I would have loved a 7 30 game. Like come home, relax, have some dinner, and then I could come down here and watch basketball. But I'm still gonna do that Friday night, but like we'll see. Um yeah, I I just had to laugh. I mean, for the Michigan fans tuning in, the NIT selection show. Is an hour and fifteen minutes away on Directv. Um, I don't know what channel because <laughs> it's I've on Newsmax. Because guess what? There's, <laughs> I never have to worry about it. It's, it's on the NIT selection shows on Newsmax in forty-five minutes. It's on Corncob TV at nine p.m. Yeah, it's on the it's on the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that I had to laugh. Like I've never had to worry about the NIT. So it, they'll do it. They'll do it on the bottom line during coffin flop on Cop <laughs> TV. Hunter Dickinson's on a midseason podcast. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if he pulls it off. <laughs> oh man, what a great! I mean, yeah, it sucks we lost, but like honestly, seeing and I know this is like little brother, like rent free. Like, yeah, I love seeing you guys lose the way you did on Thursday. That was great. Thank you very much. Like, and I said to myself, you know, we could lose Friday and I'd probably be pretty cool with it because Michigan's there's no shot in hell they're getting in. And then you have some of the uh lesser the the lesser intelligent portion of the fan base saying that they were gonna get in at 17 and 15 just because they're a name brand. Buddy, you weren't even on the first four out. That's tough. Somebody tweeted out uh, um McDonald's application to Juwan. I I think he's got one more year. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> Ni hao. Ni hao. Guangdong Tigers. He's gonna wear his ski mask for the for the first for the NIT. Like he, they're the they're not. Isn't it the rule that or like they like to do the first four out are the four one seeds? The NIT. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. I don't know. Again, we've never had to watch it. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So they're not even a one seed in the NIT. That uh, it'd be so. <laughs> uh, uh, Hunter Dickinson wears a ski mask to a Chinese basketball league game and loses 50 social credit points. <laughs> uh, yeah, Spartan Ryan with our reaction, the great reaction to our tip off time, just fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. If we lose, it gets it gets it out of the way. But if we win, 
We can relax the rest of the day. Amanda Seafried Mean Girls gif. I can't come in. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got I got the Wi-Fi at my work to work, like on my phone, the private Wi-Fi. So I'm pretty set to watch this game. Like I'm it could be a lot worse. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with the result. Um but yeah, I mean who do you think was the biggest snub? I mean, I don't think anyone really got snubbed, did they? I mean, if we're being honest, if we're being honest with ourselves and not being petty bitches. Um, I think Rutgers probably got snubbed pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who I would put in. I don't know who I would. I don't know who I would swap them out for. So maybe that means they weren't a snub. Um, <clears throat> I would maybe put them over Arizona State or Pitt in the in Dayton. Yeah, I thought um, they were going to be a playing team. But you know, I thought it was funny that someone leaked that Wisconsin got in. <laughs> and then they did. Yeah. Like I wonder, and Big Cat's like, please just just kill me. <laughs> uh we'll Red talk- Guard, CBI Lint Assassin. <laughs> uh so he, he's gonna have to play, he's gonna have to play, he's gonna have to play Detroit Mercy first round and try to guard Antoine Davis as he breaks the scoring record. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Landis, I wanted to say congratulations um, for getting Jalen Ramsey. I was just going to ask you how mad you are at me. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I think Jalen Ramsey pretty much told the Rams, I'm going to Miami or nowhere. That's what that's oh. what everyone said is like, I'm, I bet the Lions offered him. I bet the Lions they did. Jalen They did. And I bet it was a really good deal. And Ramsey just, I think he told Les Need. I'm going to the Miami Dolphins or I'm staying here. Hmm. That's that's what everyone like Jordan Rodriguez, who I, who's a big Rams, who's one of the bigger Rams reporters who I follow. That's what she was hint they were hinting at that. So you know, you really don't want to come out and say it, but it seems like okay, Miami, what can you offer me for him? And I, I would have rather just kept the pick instead of that tight end who has one catch. Like, hmm. what the hell? Yeah, they didn't they didn't get much for him. They got a third round pick for this year, which is cool. So we have a good amount of draft picks, and then some guy named Hunter Grant or something. Hunter Long. Hunter Long, which Hugh Grant. I didn't know, I didn't, I've never heard of him, and I watch every game. He had, he's he a had, healthy. He's, he's, he's a healthy career. scratch, like every week. He's had one career catch, and maybe McVeigh's going to make him the backup tight end in case Tyler Higby keeps getting hurt. But I don't know. Good good luck to him. Um, the Miami Dolphins are a hot spot destination yeah. in the NFL. Everyone wants to they're, go there. They're building a team. In the last calendar year, they traded for Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, and Jalen Ramsey. And they've restructured like yeah. four or five guys. Uh, they, they picked up the fifth-year option on Tua. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? They picked up the fifth-year option on Tua. Yeah. So they're setting themselves up pretty well for, for the make. I think they're going to be right up Buffalo's butt for the NFC or for the AFC East. Um, yeah, we had a chance to beat them last year. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, I, think Buffalo. I think if you had Tua, you win that game. Yeah, I agree. Just like if the Ravens had Lamar Jackson, they went they beat Cincinnati. Um, so where do we? So I think do we all agree that Lamar's just going to stay at Baltimore? Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Carter. <laughs> I mean, like, so 
two things. One, I absolutely believe the owners are colluding. Me too. I, like, yes. there, there's no doubt in my mind that the owners are colluding. Yeah, the owners were pissed off at Jimmy Haslam. Yeah, so they've spent the last year talking about how fucked up guaranteed contracts are. They talk about guaranteed contracts like like Larry Summers talks about student loan forgiveness. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, that's a political joke for you, folks. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, two, I don't think Lamar plays the full season, not because he's injured, but because he's sitting out. And I think he should. Because no team is going to offer him whether that's for legitimate reasons or illegitimate reasons. And Baltimore basically non-exclusive tagged him so they didn't have to pay him the $45 million. They instead paid him 32 because they knew that no team was gonna no team was gonna offer him the contract he wanted that they couldn't match. So if I'm Lamar, I do not sign that tender until I absolutely have to. I th- yeah, I think teams are just like mid August. I think teams he has are until waiting. week ten. He doesn't yeah. have to sign in until oh. week ten. I unfortunately think teams are waiting until he brings his asking price down uh, to jump back in or like give him an offer sheet or, or offer up trade compensation. But no team wants to give him the Deshaun Watson guaranteed money, which sucks. which is insane. Like, Considering Lamar is much better than. Deshaun. He's the only unanimous MVP. And he hasn't raped 24 people. He also doesn't have all the allegations against him. <laughs> like, he's he's Deshaun Watson, but better. It hasn't raped anybody. Like, what are we doing? Well, the Browns only did that just so, like, they could win that trade. Like, just went, okay, we got to get him. Let's just give him fully guaranteed. And I don't think it's necessarily because Carter's mom and – or, not Carter. Uh, <laughs> What the hell Whoa! Well, just because Lamar's mom and him are the agents for the deal, yeah, it's just someone seems fishy here. I mean, if I if I had the money and I were an owner, and I had the capital, I'd be like, let's try it. Let's throw fifty million a year at him, guaranteed. You're, let's I mean, Lamar it. at this point is basically counting on um, Snyder doing a fuck you signing on the way out. True. I mean that if Lamar is going to get Deshaun's contract, it's going to be because uh, it's going to be because Dan Snyder sold the team, and then he signs Lamar to the Deshaun contract, and flips off the owners walking out walking out of the room backwards. Is basically how that's going to work. Yeah, yeah, that could that would be pretty funny. Like they agree to a sign and trade, and then like. Three days later, he sell he agrees to sell the team to Jeff Bezos or whoever. I mean, I said it on Twitter. Unless you're a fan of the Chiefs, the Bills, the Chargers, the Jaguars, the Browns, or the Eagles, you should you should be wanting your team to try to make Lamar Jackson happen. Oh, yeah. trust me, if, if the Rams had the capital, I'd be begging them to do it. And they're they're not in that situation. But if if it were a different predicament, I'd be like, why are you not calling them about this? I mean, Mr. Landis, I don't know how you feel about Tua, but one more concussion, his brain's going to start leaking out of his ear. So, yeah, yeah but they they are one hundred percent behind him. They're you know they <laughs> he said they signed him to a fifth year con you know 
fifth year and um, you know, they're building the team around him and you know, they're just a hundred percent in on him. I, I don't think that's necessarily no, smart, but. No one wants to set the market with Lamar and then Baltimore come behind them and go, Hey, thanks for doing the hard work. We'll take it from here. So I could, I could totally see Lamar sitting out until he has to. Look, I, Jared Goff, I think played great this year. I also know based on based on statistics that the second half of this year was an anomaly. And if all things are equal, he's closer to 2020, he's closer to 2021 than yeah. he is the second half of last season. Lucas, you know that better than probably anyone and, sitting here. And he is due for an extension. He's going to get 50 million a year possibly. Would you wouldn't you much rather take the risk with Lamar fucking Jackson and give him 50 mil guaranteed. Uh, Here's the thing. And, and, you know, there, there's talks of Lamar, like being always hurt and whatever. You know Um, how bad that Baltimore strength and conditioning room is. They got an F minus. You can't even get an F minus in fucking school. Like they do not (laughs) give that. They don't give those out. Uh, They've like never you put, put you put Lamar <laughs> in an actual strength and conditioning program. You put you him behind, weapons. yeah. You put him behind one of the best O lines in football. You have him thrown to Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Jamison Williams, and then you go out in the draft and you draft Tajay Spears out of Tulane, and you go get Michael Mayer or Darnell Washington, and you have. D top offense in the NFL with the top 10 defense, you're like automatically like the betting favorite for the Super Bowl, Brent, which is Brent. an insane thing to say about the fucking Detroit Lions. Brad Holmes yeah, should yeah. kick the tires, call them and say, Jared Goff and 2024 first and our, our 18th pick this year. If they're trying to do a signing trade, they'll probably have to do something more than that. They'll probably have to give up, they'll probably have to give up the third this year. True. They're probably looking at they're probably looking at six, the twenty twenty four first, and the and the third round this year, along with golf. Was it has to be your own pick. So if they if if Baltimore doesn't match the offer that that a team gives him, then they have to give up two first round picks. Okay, so we can work out not we but. 18. In this scenario, in this scenario, this is a sign and trade. Okay, gotcha. The 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 two first round picks would be com- compensatory if they decide not to get not to give Lamar another chance with them. Right. If they decide not to match a team's offer, then that then the Ravens get two first round picks from from the team that signs him. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought I had it down, but I, I thought I read something about okay. So if the Lions did just sign him, then then they give up their pick this year and or whatever their next two first round picks, whatever that would be. Right. So they would give up. They would give up their own pick. So they would give up eighteen, and they would give up the twenty twenty four first. If we were, if we were to trade Lamar, if we were to call, if Brad Holmes were to call Eric DaCosta and try to do and try to work out a signing trade arrangement with Lamar. We would it would probably have to be six, the 2024 first, a third this year, and 
and we'd have to send golf out of cap necessity. Yep. At least get him somewhere else. Right. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, I think, and, and especially with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, I think that's inevitable. I think the most likely scenario is Lamar sits out until week seven hmm. and then signs the non-exclusive tag with Baltimore. And then he he walks in the offseason. I think the Ravens are playing a really dangerous game here. They and could, it could hurt them for years. Yes. I understand like the gun shyness of 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 paying a quarterback after what happened with Flacco, but he's Lamar like, Jackson. Lamar yeah. is like worlds above Joe Flacco. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I got to end it here. Are we cool with that? Yeah. Dylan left. Okay. <laughs> left. Uh, <laughs> all right. Mr. Landis, thank you for joining us. Nice to have our number one slash number two fan. Um, our, our oldest, our veteran fan. It's your oldest fan. Yeah. Um, our brother, our fan, well, one of our family. Um, and uh, fellas, we'll see you next week. I got to go watch the Oscars. And uh, hopefully Brendan Fraser brings home the best actor. But uh, we'll see what happens. Everything, everywhere, all at once sweep. It's going to clean up. So. Um, everyone, fellas, go green. Go white. Go white. Go white.